Hello and welcome to Good Morning Thailand. Mm. Today we'll be talking about some of the news topics from across the country, starting with some of our main stories. Our first one is about a delivery man was shot by police for wearing a helmet inside a shopping mall. Mm. Now, a Klong Leung police station officer shot an unarmed parcel delivery man after he violated safety measures by wearing a motorcycle helmet inside a bank in Patum Thani province near Bangkok. Incredibly, some members of the public believe the officer was right to shoot the defenseless man, stating he was ensuring the safety of others in a public place. The delivery man, 27-year-old R. Korn, yesterday was shot in the left foot at about 5.30pm by Deputy Traffic Inspector Kun Pante. Akon was swiftly taken to the hospital by emergency rescue officials. His motorcycle, a black Honda Wave, without a res- registration plate, was found in front of the Big C supermarket. The confrontation reportedly arose over Akon's refusal to comply with the police officer's orders to remove his half-face helmet inside the shopping mall. The order follows measures to maintain the safety of banks and gold shops in shopping malls, as most thieves hide their identities by wearing a helmet when committing the crime. Now, Arkon's colleague, 22-year-old Kun Sakarin, uh, told the media that his friend wore a helmet inside the shopping mall almost every day to deposit money at an automatic cash deposit machine. He added they don't take off their helmets because they are on a tight schedule to deliver parcels. <laughs> Sakarin explained that he and Arkon visited Big C to deposit money at Siam Commercial Bank on the incident day. A police officer who sat at the food court approached Arkon and requested he take off his helmet. According to Sakarin, Arkon had already finished his transaction and was leaving the mall. As CCTV footage shows and refused to compile with the police's order, Arkon walked toward the entrance to get his motorcycle with the officer in pursuit. The officer berated him for ignoring his order, and Arkon told the police officer to stop complaining. He then withdrew his firearm and pointed it at Arkon. Sakharin said he thought the officer was only threatening him, but then he suddenly shot his friend. The superintendent of the Klongleung police station, Kun Kiatasak, uh, explained that thefts at the gold shops and banks inside malls are common, and uh, mm-hmm. some believe, uh, yeah, yeah, the that, that this is why he shot him. But uh, some people actually believe the police officer was a, a drunk. Oh, uh, by Kiatasak clarified, but 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 the police uh, superintendent clarified that his alcohol test results came back negative. Yeah, uh, this was uh, uh, yeah, and some people are defending him for having taken the shot. Obviously, the guy was he was violating whatever the mall's policy was, and he was being kind of a jerk. Mm. But the police officer discharged a firearm when there's like lots of people around in kind of a non-super confrontational setting. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, probably some errors on both sides. Mm. Glad the injuries are minor, uh, just in the foot. So yeah. that's good. But yeah, take your helmet off if you're going into malls, guys. Well, Otherwise, what yeah. feels strange after watching the video is that mm. um, it's not like the shooting took place during any altercation at a gold shop or an ATM or right. a bank. You know, they literally made their way outside of the shopping mall. Yeah. And I think the police officer was very upset that his authority was not being respected. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, granted, don't mess with yeah. police officers sure. in general. It's not worth it. Yeah. Uh, this, this person was, you know, it, it seemed embroiled in an argument almost mm-hmm. with this person. And, and, uh, they're both so, having a rough day, it looks like. So, yeah. yeah, it almost seemed like, why did you shoot the man in the foot mm-hmm. for having an argument in front of the shopping mall? Allegedly, we'll find out. There's <laughs> going to be an... Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll find out. Yeah. Well, we're going to move on to our <clears> next <throat> topic, which is regarding a cannabis 
and mm. politics. Indeed, yeah. So the fickle nature of Thai politics once again reared its ugly head when the leader of the Bumjai Thai Party extended an olive branch to the Pu Thai prime ministerial candidate who levied against their cannabis legislation during the general election campaign. Now, Pu Thai party leader Kun Chun Lanan uh, invited Anutin uh, and the Bumjai Thai Party to a press conference to announce that they have agreed to form a coalition government and agreed to propose Kun Sreta Tavisin as their PM candidate. Now, Anutin expressed confidence that the parties would successfully form a government with 212 votes from MPs from the two parties, 141 from Thai and 71 from his party. Anutin em uh, emphasized that the two parties agreed they would not revise the Les Majestés law, not be a minority government, and would not include the Move Forward Party in their government-aligned party. Parties. Now, uh, uh, the two parties need 163 more votes from senators and MPs from other parties to be able to form a government, and they will not court votes from the MFP as it would upset the majority of the Senate. Uh, reporters grilled both parties about their fickle campaigns and empty election promises. The Pu Thai party was questioned about their campaign chasing away rats and killing cobras. The campaign implied they would never work with the Newton, whose nickname is Nu, which means rat in Thai, and would chase away the MPs who supported policies of military-backed parties instead of the Pu Thai party. Uh, now, uh, during the election campaign, PM candidate Sreta also disagreed with Bun Chai Thai's cannabis legislation. Sreta blamed Bun Chai Thai for encouraging Thailand's use to, to use cannabis, leading to the party to file a lawsuit against Sreta, branding his words as insulting. Now, some reporters questioned Anuntin about the lawsuit, and Anuntin revealed the party has dropped the lawsuit and was ready to join Pu Thai in government formation. So even though Pu Thai party is confident that it will successfully form a government and gain enough votes from senators and MPs to secure the PM's positions, uh, Sreta's trustworthiness is under scrutiny, stemming from accusations that he and his real estate-affiliated party had skirted tax obligations. Hmm. So compromise. That's what we're seeing here. This is what MFP struggled with, mm. was compromising on certain issues yep. in order to form their government. That's exactly what Pua Thai is doing now, because they were uh, criticizing and filed lawsuit against Bum Jai Thai uh, over cannabis legalization and encouraging and, and allowing it sort of to run wild. They've dropped that lawsuit, um, and they've uh, toned down their rhetoric on it in order to come closer uh, together on that policy. So, uh, anyways, name of the game in democracy, yep. you got to compromise. <clears throat> All right, well, mm. uh, we're going to move on to our next story. This story is a little bit of a wowzer. Now, a 16-year-old Thai girl was arrested for acting as a pimp offering underage teenage prostitutes. Mm. Now, Cybercrimes Investigation Bureau officers arrested a 16-year-old girl who acted as a pimp providing underage teenage prostitutes to customers in Kampeng Pet, Central Thailand. The CCIB today arrested a teenage girl named A and conducted a raid at her house at Te Sa Road in Kampeng Pet Province after receiving a tip-off from the non-governmental organization Alliance Anti-Traffic. The ATT reported that A, adver A advertised sex services on the Twitter account. Um, an officer pretended to be a customer and contacted A via a line account provided on Twitter and an uh, informed the police customer that one teenage girl cost 1,100 baht for an hour, mm -hmm. and a hotel fare was excluded. She then sent pictures of four teenage prostitutes to the officers to pick. The officer reserved the service and urged A to send the prostitute to him at Lana Resort in the province, I requested a deposit of 200 baht, and told the officer to pay 900 baht more at the hotel. The CCIB monitored the hotel until A and the four prostitutes arrived, age 14 to 18 years old, 
Uh, officers pretended to pay the rest of the services fees and arrested A after her criminal action clearly presented. A admitted to her illegal action. She explained that she previously offered the sex services by herself. Many customers urged her to find more teenage girls for them. She convinced others to sell sex. She advertised the service on Twitter and sent the girls to customers at each hotel in the province. She collected 500 baht from the prostitutes and let them keep 600. Only A faces legal charges for her actions as CCIB officers considered the teenage prostitutes to be victims. They are now under the care of the Ministry of Social Development and Human Security. Mm. A faces four charges, including Section 6 of the Act on Prevention of Suppression of Prostitution, Section 9, the Act on Prevention of Suppression of Prostitution, Luring or Taking Away Any Person from Prostitution, um, Section 282 of the Criminal Law, Procuring, Luring, or Taking Away Any Person in Order to Satisfy the Desire of Others, and Section 26 of the Child Protection Ad, Act, Compelled, Threaten, Induce, Encourage, or Allow a Child to Behave Inappropriately. Mm. Yeah, this is always a sad story. Mm. Um, obviously, uh, sex tourism is a reality in yeah. a lot of Southeast Asia, yeah. and especially tragic when there's children involved, right? These are all underage girls. Yeah. So uh, I f it seems like everyone's a victim. And even that girl who is being arrested for it, who did lure mm. other girls into it, sounds like she was a victim herself in mm. the beginning as well, because there's not a lot yeah. of options for um, some of these girls. Yeah. Well, sad. Mm. And sensitive mm -hmm. news. However, mm -hmm. uh, it is a reality as well. Yeah, uh, this is not the only uh, story that comes out uh, every now and then regarding this. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, hopefully the police can crack down or, or on this, and uh, the, yeah, those young teenagers yep. get the proper sort of help that they need. I hope so. Uh, we're going to move on to our next story today, which is regarding speedboats <laughs> in Phuket. Yeah, indeed. So following a public outcry driven by online footage showcasing the reckless maneuvering of a tour speedboat through large waves, the Phuket Marine Office has released a statement on the incident. The speedboat, distinctly labeled Naticha 555, flagrantly disregarded a water safety notice by failing to equip its tourists with life jackets. The persisting unsafe sea conditions were the triggering reason behind an investigation, initiated only after the clip caught considerable public attention. Uh, now, the boat was caught on tape off the coast of Phuket, exhibiting erratic changes in direction while closely shadowing another tour boat. Uh, amidst the grievous negligence, both speedboats were put under, put under thorough scrutiny, even though no complaints against the other boat or its operator had surfaced yet. Uh, now, uh, from specific observations, it was immediately revealing to all to see tourists on the Nati Cha 555 were, were not wearing any life jackets, violating the water safety advisory by, uh, by the Phuket Marine Chief. Now, two key facts were underscored during the inquiry. First, when the boats were on their way back to Phuket from PV Island on August 1st, waves reaching up to three meters tall were present. Secondly, the speedboat was accommodating 11 individuals, with eight of them being passengers returning to the Vanich Pier in Ratsada, uh, reported the Phuket office and the public relations department. Now, Pramonkit brothers, 25-year-old Jiratip and 32-year-old Pichet, the driver and mechanic on board the boat, respectively, had all valid permits to operate. The boat was also found to be properly registered. Conversely, the other speedboat, TSK, transporting 42 tourists, two guides, and three crew members, was on its way to the AA Pier at Lamnga in Ratsada. The driver of the, driver of the boat, 31-year-old Kun Rewut, owned a legitimate boat operating license, and the onboard mechanic, 48 years of age, was also in possession of all necessary certificates. Now, following the scrutiny, both boats were considered to be seaworthy and fully loaded with essential and functional safety equipment. Well, I, I saw this video. Did you see this video go viral? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah not, not how you want to be traveling in between the islands. Definitely <laughs> not, like. yeah. 
Talk about seasickness. Yeah. No, it's also crazy dangerous, right? Um, mm-hmm. It happens a lot, especially for fishing boats in Phuket. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the times, these guys, they need to go out to obviously make uh, money to survive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even though there are warnings and they're being told, like, please don't go out today for fishing or traveling, they want to push the limits and they do that. And a lot of the times, uh, they get in trouble for Yeah. I mean, the safety of the tourists always has to come first, I think. Mm. That's for sure. Yeah. Mm-mm. Sick Poppy loves the boats. Yeah. Because he's a potty boy. What yeah. Can, I mean, can say? yeah. <laughs> Not surprised. All right. Uh, we're going to move on to our last story today, uh, which is called TikTok Ticking Bomb, A Soldier's Daring Disposal and Life Philosophy Goes Viral. Now, a disarming every... At- when you're disarming a bomb, every second counts, uh, and a video of a soldier removing a bomb at the Prat Vihan border became a TikTok sensation after he said, no expectation of how long I can live, but want to make the most of my life. The high-risk bomb disposal video footage was posted on TikTok by Varankon Sringam, an experienced military canine official with the bomb detection unit located at the military dog center. In the clip, he can be seen meticulously disassembling an explosive device found situated directly on the ground along the Pratvihan border. Highlighting the precarious nature of his job, he said, no expectation of how I can live, but want to make the most of my life. Hashtag bomb disposal. Hashtag soldier. Um, now, the video, uh, incredibly detailed and demonstrative of an expert at work, showed Warongkon in action, carefully revealing the device laying in the dust. He demonstrates the correct and safe method to lift the explosive and defuse it. Considering the footage was shot live at the site, capturing real incidents that are s- uh, seldom witnessed, it can be hypnoti- hypnotizing. Uh, such tasks can only be executed by certified pr- professionals. The clip has created massive waves on the internet, crossing nearly 5 million uh, visits. Social media users unanimously express their awe and praise for the bravery and sacrifice of individuals like Varankon and, hid- and his colleagues, whose lives teeter on a thin line while they undertake such dangerous tasks. Uh, Bomb disposal can lead to injuries, disabilities, or even death. Every time experts are called for duty, uh, this has subsequently incited calls for proper compensation, demanding salary increases that correspond to the level of risk undertaken. Hmm. Do you think you can be paid enough to defuse bombs for a living? No, which is why it's shocking to me that they're not getting paid more. This is like such a dangerous job. Mm. That's insane. You never know when... Mm. Yeah, it's going off. Yeah, I agree with the the the, the comments down here. Yes, very brave man. Yeah, it is a very yeah. unique job as well, and 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 this this uh, person uh, he's he's quite smart enough to actually like create a following in himself, yeah. and not just educate but also entertain. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cr- creating awareness yeah. for this issue because mm-hmm. it's a big problem all over the world. Just old landmines lying around from past wars. Mm-hmm. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, those are all some of the news topics from across Thailand today. Uh, We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be live again tomorrow morning. And uh, just a friendly note, next Monday is another public holiday because why not? (laughs) Been a lot lately. Uh, We will see you tomorrow for now. Mm -hmm. Until then, see you. Take care. Bye-bye.